This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit VSPDirect.com today. That's VSPDirect.com. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. You're listening to Smart to Death Radio. The summer of synergy continues with the Garden State Invitational Tournament, live on Fight TV Saturday, July the 25th. M-Dog Matt Cross, Gary J, Myron Reed, Jordan Oliver, Tony Deppen, Gregory Iron, KTB, and Simon Gotch compete for GSI Supremacy. Plus, Frightmare defends the Synergy Pro Wrestling Championship against Deshaun Pratt, and Ellis Taylor, Casey Cattell, and TJ Crawford collide to find out who will wear the cruiserweight crown. All on Fight TV, streaming live around the world, Saturday, July the 25th at 7 p.m. Eastern. All this for just 9 99. Who will win the second annual GSI? Tune in live and find out. For more information, log on to SynergyWrestling.com. Hey everybody, it's the interview queen Alicia Toot here, and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying Queen's Court. Welcome to this episode of Queenie Chats on Queen's Court with your girl, the Queen of Any, on Smart to Death Radio. And I'm here with a very special guest, one of my personal favorites, and soon to be one of yours, the Windy City Kid, TJ Crawford. Welcome to the castle, buddy. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm excited to be here. Let's get uh, some questions. Let's, uh, let's get everybody to know who exactly the Windy City Kid is, because I don't think a lot of people that know the guy uh, behind the tights is well that's what we're here for so let's start with that for those who may not know you and need to know you <laughs> how do how do you introduce people to tj crawford uh i mean i'm pretty much everyone who meets me like I, there's nothing to hide i'm pretty much like an open book so everyone i everyone i meet i'm i try to be as friendly as possible um i'm just you know i'm I feel like I'm very approachable, especially at shows. If anybody wants to come up to me and like and have a conversation, I'm never one to shy away from from conversation. So, yeah, I don't, I'm just a very like easygoing guy, and you know, that's that's about it. I guess if you're like introducing myself to somebody, that's like I'm just easygoing, and that's 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess that's the best way I can describe <laughs> that's it. That's perfect. Yeah, you're easygoing, you're personable, you like to talk with people. That definitely comes across from, you know, when you're in the ring. I've never met, met you in person. I was hoping to this year by coming to some Synergy shows, but, you know, coronavirus. And speaking of yeah. that, um, what have you been doing during this kind of crazy time to keep yourself busy? Because, you know, <laughs> everything was shut down for a long time. Yeah, uh, so when everything got shut down, it was kind of weird because me and a couple guys were actually up in Montreal uh, about three days before the entire country went on lockdown. Oh, gosh. And we were, so we had, we had heard that, like, it was possibly going to happen while we were up there, and we <laughs> were actually pretty nervous that we were, were going to get stuck in Montreal and we weren't going to be able to come back. Um, but luckily we made it back. Uh, I actually went back home to Chicago uh, once everything happened. Uh, just... I figured it was probably the best thing for me to just kind of get away right. and go back and see family uh, during this time. And I spent about two months there, longer than I actually expected. I was only supposed to go for about a week, and then it turned into a month. And then I figured Mother's Day was coming, so I'll stay for Mother's Day and, and spend it with my, mo- with my mom. I haven't spent Mother's Day with my mom, and this is the first time in four years that I got to spend oh, wow. Mother's Day. Oh, wow. Well, I'm so. sure she loved that. <laughs> Oh yeah, I told her that was her uh, that was her gift, so I didn't actually have to spend. <laughs> there you <It> was- go. <laughs> well, that's cute. I love that. Yeah, we. I think we all ended up in places that we weren't necessarily thinking were gonna last that long. But yeah, yeah I, I feel like we've all been binging TV shows and like Disney Plus and, oh, yeah. and trying I mean, to dive in all that. That's one thing I think I've actually been pretty good with, with like not just sitting down and like being glued to my TV. I think I've been pretty good. I've been pretty good with like getting out and actually like enjoying the nice weather and working out outside and going for runs and walks and all that. So I've been been with not being like a couch potato during all of this. (laughs) That's good. Better than most. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really important to, to be out and active. I think all of us were trying to find other things to do. And a lot of us leaned into outside workouts. That's been really fun, different, but fun. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, I work. I work at a gym. So once all this happened, obviously I was uh, out of work that, then. Uh, so like being able to work out outside was actually very refreshing for me than like just sitting in a gym. Yeah, some fresh air, some sunshine. <laughs> yeah, I needed it. For sure. So when it comes to your wrestling career, I know it's been about four years. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, four years. I first started training in January of 2016. So I'm about I'm a little over four years since my first day of training. Amazing. So when when you first decided to to dive into wrestling training, what was it that made you join up and say, yeah, like I I'm gonna be a wrestler. This is what I'm gonna do. Uh, so as I mean, everyone knows by the nickname of everything, I'm from from Chicago, but I was originally born in New Jersey. I was born in New Jersey. So mm-hmm. uh, growing up, I would watch wrestling with my cousins. I wasn't a fan of it. It was just whenever I would go by them, they always had it on. So I was always watching with them, and I would mostly watch SmackDown. So I would see guys like Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle. So those were really the only guys I actually, like, knew who were wrestlers. And then I knew, like, the like Hulk Hogan's Rock, Stone Cold, those guys. But right. uh, it wasn't until I moved to Chicago that I became friends with this kid, Chris. We became friends really, really fast. And he, he's like, hey, are you like in, are you into wrestling? And I was like, oh, I've watched it before, but I've never really gotten into it. And I remember going over to his place. This was like in third grade. 
However, oh wow! His, his like his house, and we sat in his room, and just he had DVDs like crazy, and we just watched like the history of the ladder match and Intercontinental Championship matches, and like it was it was crazy how much wrestling like video he had. Wow! And I remember going out and buying all the like all the DVDs, like the World Heavyweight Championship history DVDs, and all that, and then. But the moment that actually like made me want to pursue becoming a wrestler was at WrestleMania 23. It was Jeff Hardy. It jumped off a ladder onto Edge, and those were like two of my favorite wrestlers growing up. So once that happened, I that's when I re- realized I wanted to be a wrestler. For some reason, that crazy dive off a ladder was like the trigger in my brain to say, "Yeah, this- <laughs> that was it, huh? <laughs> Sold." Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to do something like that one day. And then I got to do something like that with Aaron Bradley. You sure so. did. <laughs> you yeah, sure yeah. did. Definitely going to ask you about that a little bit later. So cool oh, yeah. that thought for sure. Um, that's so cool. So when you like decided to start training and stuff, what was that experience like? I feel like a lot of people don't talk about a lot of their training too yeah. much. And just talk about more what they're doing now, obviously, because it's what they're doing and, and important. But what was that experience like for you? Uh, I mean, you talk about like whether people what they're doing now is important. I think the way you start is just as important as the way mm-hmm. you end. Um, when I was, I would when I graduated high school, uh, I was going to Illinois State University with a couple of my friends uh, that I'd grown up with, and my the plan in my head was to go to four years of college and then start my training. Okay. And I got about three months into uh, into school, and I was, like, I don't know if it was just that school wasn't for me, or, like, I was taking advantage of the being uh, away from home. Mm. Uh, and I started kind of, I don't want to say I was depressed, because I don't think I was depressed, but it was very, like, I, I didn't feel like I was in the right place. Yeah, wasn't for you. Very very noticeable, and I even and my my roommate Mike, who who is my best friend to this day, he's my best friend growing up, even like kind of noticed that I wasn't in the right headspace, and that's when I decided that I needed to get away from school and I had to just go and start my training. So luckily, my parents were very open to it. Um, I had talked to my friend Mike about going to train before I'd even talked to my parents about it. Uh, but they were super open and I got to check out a couple of schools online and just see what the best fit for me was and, uh, Creative Pro New Jersey, which is where I ended up, uh, mm-hmm. was the perfect fit for me. Like, it, it, it just, it was 30 minutes away from where I had originally lived in New Jersey. Um, so I had, and I knew I was going to have a stable living situation for, at least a year before I got uh, on my feet and was able to like get my own apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of, yeah, that's like, that's how I started. It was just, I went to school, didn't like it and just made the decision to go and, and take a chance. Yeah. And it seems, it seems like it's working out for you. <laughs> so I mean, that's really cool. You know, <laughs> I, I think so. I think it's yeah. working out. So, you know, we'll see how this, the rest of this year pans out. 
Yeah, well, it is definitely a tumultuous year, that is for sure. But there is definitely big things on the horizon. And as you've been, you know, working these past four years to get to where you are now, what's been some of the biggest changes you've seen in yourself as a wrestler? Um, I mean, so just from a character perspective, I've mm-hmm. when I first started, I was with the tag team with the Beach Bums. We were like this super comedy tag team, bright colors and didn't make any sense when we talked and it was so much fun. Like I, I love that part of my wrestling career. I wouldn't trade that for anything. Those the two guys that I got the team with were like I couldn't ask for two two better guys to share the road with for like a year and a half, two years. That's awesome. Um, so I mean, like that's just the the way that I've gone about like from that character and going on to what I'm doing now, which is not really a character. It's just kind of an extension of myself. When I kind mm. of look up in the mirror once I got away from the the tag team thing and said I don't really want to be a character I just want to be me and for the first year of my when I went singles I was doing this like basketball thing thinking that that was me because I was a huge I'm a huge basketball fan oh came across so hokey and so forced and people saw right through it and I was like people come up to me after shows and they're like you're doing really well in the ring, but everything else around it is like, it's, it's garbage. Mm. Uh, so that's when I kind of decided, you know what, I'm just going to drop that. And I'm just going to kind of be generic wrestler until I figure out who I am. <laughs> it's funny enough. Who I am is just generic wrestler. Oh God! <laughs> and it's like, and it fits, it fits me so well. Cause it's just like, I fell in love with guys like CM Punk mm. who, not to say generic wrestler, but right. from a character standpoint, you look at him and you're just like, yeah, that's him. I don't right. see, well, like if I talk to him in person, I feel like that's how he's how he would be. Yeah, it so seems authentic. Like that's what, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to like, I've kind of been able to realize like, yeah, I'm just kind of like a generic guy, a generic wrestler who likes to just talk and hang around. Like that's just like, that's just who I am. So I, so I try to, portray myself as in wrestling yeah I think authenticity you know from a fan's perspective like obviously we know things are are meant to be a certain way character wise right we know who's comedy we know who's not and and we understand that some of it's hokey and silly but some of it is very serious and dark and creepy right so we get that part and you know what and I think it's it's good that there's a variety of all of that yeah, something for everybody in in that respect. But I think what shines through a lot is that authenticity. Are they being true to themselves mm-hmm. uh, in the crea- uh, character or not that they're creating? Um, and it makes for, I think, an overall better experience. But from your point of view, what do you think is the most important skill to have as a wrestler? You know, because I hear a lot of people talk about, yeah, you need in-ring ability, but it has a lot to do with presentation and your interaction with the crowd and your character and mic work and stuff like that. So what would you do to uh, kind of explain that to people? Hmm. It's kind of tough because I feel like everybody has their own, like, specific thing that, like, mm-hmm. makes them stand out and makes them special in a certain way. Um, but I guess, like, the most and I guess the most important thing would just to, like, to be respectful to everybody because yeah. I've been in so many locker rooms where there's guys who are, like, they don't want to shake anybody's hand they don't want to talk to anybody they don't want advice from anybody they don't want to it seems like they're just kind of content with where they're at 
and stuff like that, which is fine. It, it like if you, I think if you're just kind of content with being like, I'm just going to be an independent wrestler and have my regular nine to five job. Like I'm totally for that if that's like the way you go about it. But mm-hmm. I just think they're all, you, you have to have respect for everybody that's in in the locker room because just because one person doesn't want to quote unquote make it, the guy they're wrestling or somebody else in the locker room might be. 100% serious about this and wants this to be their career going forward. So I just say, I think respect is the biggest, the, the biggest thing that will like get people the farthest. Yeah. And I feel like that's with any, any job in any profession, you know, you have to respect everybody's various hustles, <laughs> whatever they're going to do, they're going yeah, to do. Right. And just, you know, it's not your journey, but it might be their journey. Exactly. Yeah. So right now as a wrestler, do you watch any wrestling? Like, is there something that you're particularly into? Do you watch tapes to like learn stuff or like, what do you, do you watch as a fan? Oh yeah. I still like, I still watch raw. I still watch SmackDown. I watch AEW NXT. I'm still like as, as much involved in wrestling as I am. I'm still a fan at heart and I still love to just sit down and watch it. That's Uh, awesome. (laughs) What I'll, what I'll try to do is I'll watch a match as a fan and then I'll watch the match again as I'm a wrestler. How would I, like, now I'm thinking about it as a wrestler as I'm watching it, as opposed to watching it as a fan, just kind of enjoying right. it. Uh, which I think is good in both ways, because you might find something that somebody does while you're watching it as a fan, and then you think to yourself, oh, well, if I reacted to that, if I do something similar fans will also react to that sure yeah i don't know that's how i how i go about it um yeah that that makes sense definitely makes sense do you have any like favorites right now that you're keeping your eye on that you're like ooh, i'd I'd like to wrestle that person someday oh i mean there's there's a a list of guys that i I bet i bet yet that i would love to get in the ring with um i mean even to to come up the garden state invitational with the the crown match me and I've been in the ring with Ellis Taylor before uh, in tag team matches, uh, but I've never wrestled Casey. I've mm. never created be in the ring with Casey. And the cool thing about that is that me and Casey kind of started at the same place around the same time. Yeah. So I've known Casey pretty much since we started. Uh, That's really never, cool. Never had a chance to share the ring together. So this, uh, the 25th will be the first time we get to wrestle each other. And I, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, I think it's gonna be really fun. Let's let's talk about that. So yeah. it's been a while since the qualifiers and then of course we were supposed to have you guys, you three, Ellis, you and Casey for the crown, and then you know, coronavirus. So we're finally getting it. Garden State Invitational this coming Saturday, the twenty fifth of July, live on Fight TV, buddy. And this is for the crown, right? This is for the cruiserate crown. Oh yeah. How do you feel about that? You know, it's, I feel like I, so I had a conversation with Colin West who runs uh, Synergy Pro Wrestling and mm-hmm. uh, I maybe went about winning my qualifying match the wrong way. Um, I, I held Kip Stevens tights, which is not something I usually would do. Mm-hmm. And I felt so bad after I did it. Um, that I made Colin not pay me. I said, do not pay me money. 
I won in an unfair way. And I felt really bad about it. And I wanted to uh, make up for that. So I felt like that was a good way to, to make up for it. Oh, wow. Go right ahead and just, you know, I did something wrong. So, but. Wow, good guy, TJ Crawford. Okay. I felt really bad. I felt really bad. Especially Kip Stevens. He didn't, he didn't deserve to, to lose that way. Okay. Okay. Because I easily could have won that match without holding the tights, but. Right. You know, but you did. I need to okay. secure the victory because at the end of the day, I do want to be the, the first cruiserweight champion. You well, know? That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to be the first cruiserweight champion. I've never, I've never held a championship, a singles championship in wrestling. I've been a tag team champion. Um, mm-hmm. I've never held a singles championship, whether it's an actual title belt or the cruiserweight crown. Uh, you know, and I wanted to make sure that I was in that match. So I had the, an opportunity to, to win. Uh, and like, I'm, like I said, I'm glad that it's going to be against Casey, but I'm not happy that it's also with Ellis Taylor. Well, let's talk about that, too, because that was my, that was where I was going with this one. <laughs> nice segue there. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the tension between you and Ellis Taylor that we saw at For the First Responders show. Uh, you know, he, he put hands. He was shoving. He was pushing. And Casey was involved. And then she put a whipping on him. And you said some things. So, like, what's going on between you and Ellis Taylor here? Uh, you know, Ellis has been, ever since, I've like, we had the qualifying matches, um, Ellis has kind of... He's been coming at me on Twitter a lot, and I'm not a big like Twitter Twitter guy. I don't really like mm-hmm. to uh, I don't like to do Twitter beef or anything like that. But I always keep kept coming at me on Twitter for some reason, so I obviously had to defend myself. Of course. During this during the uh, little interview segment, he decided to cut off Casey for no reason because he's jealous that Casey is getting more attention than he is. Mm. Um, upset because not only is he not getting the attention in this match, he also doesn't get the attention in his own group, Young, Dumb, and Broke, where he's the fourth most important member. Mm. Yes, so indeed. For people to like him, and he thinks that going after Casey is going to get people to like him when it's not the case because Casey is more respected than he ever will be. Wow, strong words here. <laughs> now, you know, I talked uh, on this show, actually, a little while ago to Mr. Ellis Taylor. He was a guest, and we talked about him uh, in this uh, triple threat with you and Casey. And he said uh, to this question that I'm about to ask you, when, not if. So I'm going to pose this to you. If or when you win with the crown, what what are your plans with it? Will we have to start calling you King TJ? Like, how are we feeling about if you get this crown? Um, well, I'm not going to be as cocky as Ellis and say when I win. Because I'm going <laughs> to okay. say if I win because of the fact that, again, and I'm going to keep saying this, the fact that Casey's in this match. She's a wild card. Sure. Like, she's one of the toughest girls I've ever met. So, like, you can't ever count her out. So, I'm, I'm going to say... If I win, because Casey is is tough, and I'm going to give her credit. Okay. Um, but if I win, uh, I would like to be known as the Windy City King instead of the Windy City. So, uh, and I'm actually I'm I'm confident that I already kind of have a shirt, maybe already in the works, just in case I do wind up winning. Well then, 
there's a little confidence in there. I like that. You gotta be. You have to be confident, but you have to give like give your uh, opponents some uh, <laughs> some credit. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's a respect thing, and and you, and that means you understand your opponent too. Like you have enough respect for them to know that like this is gonna be tough. <laughs> we're gonna have a we're gonna go in here and we're gonna both fight for this. Yeah, I but. was there at uh, at CZW when when uh, Casey and Jimmy Lloyd had that exploding barbed wire match. Wow. Like I I couldn't believe I was scared because I like again because I because I know Casey and it's like I didn't want like you obviously don't want your friend to get hurt. Of course. Uh, so, and I think that, and that's kind of why I, I was, I'm, I'm a little upset that, that Ellis decided to push me during that, uh, the, on, a, on set, Saturday at the last show, because mm. not only did he push me, but he pushed me into Casey, which then hurt Casey. Casey didn't do anything to deserve getting hit. That's right. Casey won, didn't even get to, get to talk because Ellis decided to just run his mouth the entire time. And then... Mm. He decides to push me and knock her over. That's you know, not cool, buddy. Not 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 cool. Not cool. So he uh he's got a he's got another thing coming. Oh, I bet he does. <laughs> I think this match is gonna pop off at the Garden State Invitational on the 25th. I- I'm looking forward to it. I know that's for sure. So if you win, buddy, are, are we gonna defend at every show or like how are we feeling? I'm if I man, fighting if I, champion. If I win, I'm yeah, fighting champion. All comers, new newcomers, old synergy folks. If you want, whoever whoever's cruiserweight competitor that wants a shot at the cruiserweight crown, the soon-to-be Windy City King T.J. Crawford, open challenge every single show. Ooh, I love it. You heard it here first, kids. You heard it here first. Windy City King. I think it has a great ring to it. I don't know, Colin, if you're listening, and I know you are, buddy. I don't know. Just put that in your ear. Um, so what's next for, for you? We have this coming up big, big event, GSI, on the 25th, live on Fight TV, Synergy Pro Wrestling. Wrestling in, uh, is starting to kind of make its comeback here, right? We've seen some stuff with GCW, and of course you guys, Synergy, and a couple other folks are or rebuilding here during this yeah. COVID time and, you know, less, <clears throat> less fan capacity, of course, and safety precautions and things like that. But what's next for you? I mean, as of right now, uh, the next thing for me is just to win this cruiserweight crown. Um, but I guess after that, just, I just want to, at the end of the day, I just want to be like the best wrestler I can possibly be. And I want right. the most, recognition I could possibly get uh so you know I guess what's next for me is to try to just keep on doing what I'm doing and and hopefully I'm gonna hopefully I'm gonna get noticed by some bigger places uh sooner rather than later and you know we can get the TJ Crawford uh train rolling I love it Everybody should hop on that train. If you're not on the train already, come join me. It's fun here. He's a great guy, as you've heard in this lovely conversation. And he's awesome in the ring. Uh, I'm going to be attaching in this episode the link on your Twitter there, that pinned tweet of your highlights. I think it's awesome. And it's a great way for people to get a quick introduction as to who you are in the ring. And now they can hear you on Queen's Court and get to know you a little bit better. So I want to thank you so much for your time coming and have this little conversation with me. And I'd love for you to tell the people where to find you, where to find your merch and all of that good stuff. Well, thank you for having me. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at TJC Wrestling. Um, you can find my 
my merchandise at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Overtime TJ Crawford. Um, I have uh, the Chicago Strong Style shirt that I actually have on right now. I know you can't see it, but <laughs> I do have it on. I have the red one on. You can get it in red or black. Um, hopefully, Windy City King shirts will be up in the next few weeks if I win this crown. Uh, if not, I got a couple other shirts on there, so everyone should go check them out. Uh, support, especially right now, you know, with wrestlers uh, only wrestling kind of once or twice a month, you know. The merchandise is really the only way a lot of us are making any kind of income. So uh, any way you guys can, can support, that is uh, 100% grateful for that. Um, and, yeah, thank you for having me on. This was a lot of fun. Good. It was a lot of fun for me, too. It was my pleasure to have you. And, everybody, you should be tuning in this Saturday, July the 25th, uh, for this amazing Garden State Invitational show put on by Synergy Pro Wrestling. It is can't miss for this amazing triple threat match for the crown featuring your boy right here, TJ Crawford, who should be at the end of that Windy City King. There you go, baby. I love it. So as for me and all of you, enjoy the rest of your day and continue to be kind to one another. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.